This is David Parfit checking in for the Diz Unplugged. It is a gorgeous day. We're down here in Orlando, and we're actually at the Give Kids the World Village, and we're here with Susie Story. Hi, Susie. Hi, good morning. So Susie's going to give us a tour of the village and tell us all about it, so I'll turn it over to Susie. Great. Okay, well, we are starting here at the House of Hearts, um, and Give Kids the World, as you may or may not know, is actually a resort for children and their families. Um, All the children are between the ages of three 18 and they have some sort of life-threatening illness. Okay. So uh, what we do is we partner with wish-granting organizations worldwide and if that child has a wish to meet Mickey Mouse or see Shamu or anything that's related to Central Florida then the wish-granting organization calls us and we take over from there. Okay. And we provide a full week's vacation complete with the accommodations here at the village um, all of their theme park tickets all of their meals and so much more at no cost to them. Wow. So yes. the families don't have to pay anything. They do not pay a thing the whole time they are here. That's wonderful. So here at the House of Hearts is basically where the week begins. Okay. Um, families, they have their check-in here. We have guest services. They can come and borrow movies, anything that they may need. This is open 24 hours a day, and they, this is where their whole week begins and also where their week will end when they check out it okay. when it's time to go home. And I have to say, for our listeners, so when we pulled up, uh, it's Saturday. It's probably about 10 o'clock. It's incredibly busy. So you got yes. a lot of people checking in. It's yes. a really vibrant Place. We are just like any other resort. We have families checking in and families checking out every single day of the year. And it seems worldwide, too. I heard a lot of accents in there. Absolutely. We have currently reached our 93,000 family, and uh, we've served 69 countries. Wow, 93,000 families. Yes. How long have you been operating? Uh, Give Kids the World, the organization started in 1986, and it actually started where we would put families in our founder, Henry Landworth's um, hotel and some nearby hotels. But um, the growth and demand was there so that he was able to find a place for us to actually create the village. And the okay. village opened in 1989. Okay. Great. Great. Um, and then for your Disney listeners, our building here, the House of Hearts, was actually done by um, the architect Robert Stern, who you may or may not know, also designed the Yacht and Beach Club. Oh, we just had breakfast at the Yacht and Beach Club this morning. So there's a little Disney trivia for you. Okay. All right. And the girls were asking, so Maggie and Evie are here, and they were asking about the pavers on the, the walkway here. Yes. Where we are standing right now is the Avenue of angels uh, we have more than 1200 volunteers who come out every single week and we call them our angels because we couldn't do everything we do without them so this avenue is dedicated to all the volunteers and um, we sell pavers much like you see at Disney World and so many other places around the country um, and the pavers represent either volunteers past families donors special friends of the village anybody who wants to leave a piece of themselves here and help support us Great. so throughout our whole tour you'll see pavers all over with people's names okay well, we're going to start someplace that I think the girls are going to really enjoy. We're going to start right here at the Amberville uh, train station. Come on in this way. All right, so looking at the Amberville train station, it looks like it's built with uh, Tinker Toys. Uh, the world's largest Tinker Toys. Okay. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, this is one of our two main buildings that has all kinds of entertainment for the families on the inside. Okay. Um, and you'll see we've got a room dedicated with model trains. It has buttons they can push and you can see all the trains going around. Uh, we've got the remote controlled model boats um, and actually the moat is right outside here so they'll be inside steering the boats but of course they're outside. Oh yeah, I can see the steering wheels in the window. Absolutely. We're crossing over the train tracks here because we do have a ride JJ's Express which goes all in circles all around Amberville so the kids can ride that. Um, and also at Amberville you find one of our arcades 
Woods and Mark's Dino Putt, which is our seven-hole um, miniature golf course. Okay. And so Amberville, so is that name for uh, a former visitor? Wish child, yes, Amber Holman, who was a former wish child, and incidentally her younger brother was as well. Okay. Um, and so she, her family became very close to our um, founder, uh, Henry Landworth, and when it came time to create this unique building, they all thought it would be great to, to name it after her. That's wonderful. Okay, so we're walking into the Amberville building, and the first thing you see when you walk into the door is a huge model train setup. Um, Lots of trains, lots of buttons on the bottom here to control the trains. You can turn on all the buildings. There's helicopters and mills and all kinds of fun stuff. So, Susie, how many families do you have here at one time? Well, we're in the middle of our expansion, so currently we can have 107 families on site. Okay. However, we never say no to a family. So, um, and due to the nature of the family, sometimes they have to come down with only 24 hours notice and that kind of thing. So the village is full, we'll actually partner with nearby hotels and they can stay off-site at a hotel. Wonderful. Obviously, our preference is that they would stay here on-site so they get everything that we're going to be seeing today, but we would never say no, you know, if if that's when the family has to come. So you go into another room and there is a setup with video games. Uh, there are controls for remote controlled boats. The moat for the boats are outside, but you're all inside playing with the boats. So now you were, you were mentioning that you volunteered on the Disney College program and you have a number of volunteers. Do you have um, families or groups that come down from oh, other places to volunteer? Absolutely. We have individuals, we have families, we have groups, we have corporate companies, uh, church groups, sororities, you name it, and they can come down together. Right. Uh, we do a lot in particular with um, corporations where they might want to do a team building event or they're here in a convention and they're looking for something a little different than just the standard party and they want to do something thing where they feel like they're giving back and so we can create volunteer experiences for between 50 to 500 whatever that need is that's a great idea okay so next thing we're going to is the miniature golf course named mark's dino putt which i'm thinking was a wish child as well yes mark mcconnell was a former wish child who again just had a very special relationship with pam landworth our president um, and his sister actually recently got married over the summer, and she had her wedding reception out here in oh, honor wow. of her brother. Wow. So, very special time. What is really neat about Mark's Dino Putt is every single hole has some kind of interactive thing. So, the dinosaurs make, make noise, they might spray some water, they might do something a little different. It's all very interactive, and this entire area was designed and built by Universal Orlando. Uh- so that's great that Universal Orlando put this in. Yeah, um, we are Universal SeaWorld and Disney. Disney was the very first partner that came on board with Walt Disney or with uh, Give Kids the World. World. Uh, Dick Nunes at the time was still, you know, running Disney World, and Henry Landworth, our founder, approached him and said, you know, you need to be a part of this. These children have this wish. I mean, we are the one, we're the only organization in the world that exists because of Disney World. Um, 27,000 children each year in the U.S. alone will be diagnosed with a life-threatening illness. Half of them will have a wish to see Disney sure. or Universal or SeaWorld, something here in Florida. So that's, you know, that's 12,500, yeah. 13,500, can't do my math, um, that want to come here. So we exist because Disney is here, and then because of Disney, everything that's grown up around it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. no one else can say that. Yeah. 
Maggie, you want to read the sign for hole four? The cave is creepy, but if you get past what lies beyond, it's a major blast. Okay, so we're going into a cave now. I can't see that hole. Wait, here's one here. <laughs> it's a ball. And lucky. So families really, you know, can just spend the day here too if Absolutely. they don't want to go to the theme Absolutely. parks. Absolutely, and you know we find that a lot. Um, a lot of times, you know, the theme parks can be a lot of fun, but they can be exhausting. They are exhausting. Um, yeah. But the Disney characters come out Monday and Thursday. Oh, wow. Here at the village. Okay. And every family gets an 8x10 photo with Mickey and Minnie. Um, Barney and his friends are here on Fridays. Uh, the SeaWorld characters come out Friday evenings. Um, Discovery Cove every Monday night comes out with some of their real animals. So wow. You can meet the sloth or you can meet an armadillo. Wow. So I haven't been to Discovery Cove. Oh, I heard it's, it's wonderful. wonderful. It's wonderful. So, you know, even if the child gets here... And they're just not up to a full day at the park. They can still meet their characters. Oh, they that's can great. still have that interaction. Um, and I actually read a comment from a family the other day that said that they enjoyed seeing the characters here because they didn't have to wait in line at the parks. Yeah. And then when at the parks, they could focus on doing the rides. And they probably get more time with the characters Absolutely. and more interaction. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Amberville was actually uh, built by the Hard Rock. Cafe. Oh, okay. And um, Julie Safari Theater was built by Planet Hollywood. Okay. Um, which is very unique because, you know, just like Disney and Universal, they're competitors in the marketplace, but here at the Village, they're they're partners for the children. That's and I think great. that's a great example, too. You've got Hard Rock and Planet Hollywood next to each other. And again, competitors in the marketplace, but they've come to help the kids here. Yeah. And that's what we have with so many of our partners. It's really, really about the children. And it, it's great, too, because it seems like it truly is about the children. I mean, you don't see any signage. You don't see any, you know corporate sponsorship really. no and, it, and that's very key to who we are um through our tour i will i'm proud to say who all those partners are but we want the families here to have a an easy vacation we don't want them getting blasted with logos and yeah. signage we want them to have just a, a fantasy vacation yeah. here so that's that's very important to us when we have partners who approach we that's one thing we say is we don't put big names and big signs up because it's not about who's sponsoring it's about giving the families a great experience yeah yeah but Julie Safari Theater is an 80-seat um, movie theater where we do show family movies throughout the day. And then we also do a lot of our evening activities. For instance, every Wednesday we do um, Village Idol, which is our oh. own version of American Idol. All the kids can get up and sing and dance or tell a joke or whatever they want to do. On Thursday nights when we have our Winter Wonderland celebration, Santa Claus is in there and all the kids get to meet him and, and get their gifts and that kind of thing. So the theater is very active at night. Um, one of the things that you'll notice as we do the tour is it appears the village is very quiet, and that's because the families are out doing what they've come down here to do. They're uh -huh. at the parks, they're experiencing Disney, they're at Universal, they're doing that kind of thing. So really, the, the times when we are busiest is in the morning for breakfast, and then in each night uh, when we have these evening activities and dinner and that sort of thing. And can families get all their meals here if they want? We serve um, breakfast and dinner every single day. Um, and then we also provide right now a little kind of a la carte sandwiches and hot dogs um, for lunch. But we're very excited to say this building that we're walking by right now will soon be a new location that's sponsored by Boston Market. Oh, great. And that will be opening um, in early February, and that will provide the chicken carver sandwiches and the various things like that so we can actually offer more of a full lunch.
Well, you guys being from upstate New York, clearly you're familiar with Friendly's. Yes. Love Friendly's. Yes. Friendly's ice cream provides all the ice cream that you kids can eat. Wow. Uh, a week here at Give Kids a World is what we call a week of yeses. So if that child would like to have ice cream for breakfast, that's fine. If they want ice cream for dinner, that's fine. If they wow. want ice cream because they feel like it, go right ahead. That's kind of how we act when we're down at Disney too, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so come on in. So, like I said, the ice cream palace is open every morning starting at 7.30 till 9.30 at night. Um, and we have Friendly's ice cream here. We also have um, Coke products and, and that kind of thing. Okay. Did you girls like anything? Yes. <laughs> so, what did you see around the corner, Maggie? Give the kids the world village because it's like it's like sort of like a map of it. Okay. It is the world's largest Candyland game. Cool. So Avenue of Angels. There's the Dino Putt on there. Castle of Miracles. The Ice Cream Palace. Oh. And then we were just here, right? In Amberville. And we got. Remember, we started here. Uh-huh. House of Hearts. I would play it. Yeah. Um, Hasbro is a very generous partner of ours, and they donate um, all the toys that the kids get every Thursday night for Winter Wonderland when they meet Santa. Every child gets a toy. Oh, I didn't know that. Each child and their siblings. So it's all about the families here at the village. It's not just the one child, but the entire family experience. And then Hasbro um, created not only this world's largest Candyland game, but actually a real Candyland game for our families. So every family leaves with their own version of the Give Kids the Little Candyland game. Oh, wow, that's great. And then this summer, the partnership went even further, and we opened uh, the world's first Candyland playground. Okay. Which I know you guys are dying to see, so we're going (laughs) to head over that way. So what we see is, so it looks like a giant mushroom, and underneath the giant mushroom is a carousel with roosters and unicorns and deer. It's an incredibly whimsical carousel. It's got a moat with a dragon, and there's a pig. It's also a very special carousel. It's the only one of its kind because it's fully wheelchair accessible. Uh, We've got the snail, and on the opposite side, there's a turtle. And the the two animals actually rotate out so the wheelchair can fully be rolled into the animal. It's put back into place, and it travels the carousel just like any of the other animals. that's great. So the child does not have to sit in a boring gondola, but Mm -hmm. they actually are on an animal, and they're experiencing the carousel just like everybody else. Oh, that's wonderful. And there are no other carousels in the world like that. Now, you asked earlier about meals, um, and this is where we serve breakfast and dinner. And another favorite restaurant that you guys may go to a lot is Perkins. Yes. Um, Perkins donates um, all of the food and... Come on, Anne. Yeah, you can keep eating. You can keep on eating. So Perkins provides um, breakfast and dinner every day of the year. Um, and they actually have their staff that work and, and you know bake all the food and make everything for us. And our volunteers and these lovely volunteers, thank you, okay. um, are the ones who serve breakfast and dinner for us. Oh, that's great. And so when you asked earlier about large groups, um, this is one of the group activities we see a lot. We get Boy Scout troops in here. We get um, retirement communities, church groups. Um, you know, for instance, the Disney um, IT group, they come out once a month. And, and so we have a lot of people who come out on a regular basis from a, a group standpoint. And this is great because we need a minimum of 20 people to do serving. 
everything from serving in the line to helping clear the tables and, and keep everything going. Um, we Each family that we have averages about five people, and we talked earlier that we have 107 on site. So it's over 500 people a yeah. day that we're serving our meals to. So obviously we need a lot of help. Yeah. So walking into the dining room here, what you see in the rafters, the rafters are just filled with dolls and stuffed animals. There's just toys upon toys upon toys. It's a great, fun space in here. It's all decked out for Christmas, too. This place see all the Disney really characters cool. in the corner? Oh, wow. Evie, I see some poos. Uh-huh. Um, this all started, actually, with as a thank you from our very first international family. It was a family from Russia. And these first uh, little peasant-looking dolls yeah. here in the front, they sent them to us as a thank you for their visit. This is going way back to 1989. Um, and we really didn't know what to do with them at the time, so someone put them up there, and it just kind of started a tradition. And you'll notice some of the dolls have signs on them that say from the family of. Those are dolls that were donated specifically from um, a wish child who when they got back home or maybe it was a doll they had with them when they were here, they said they wanted to live here in the gingerbread house. Oh, wow. So. That's nice. Isn't that nice? So do you have... Are there seasons here, or do you have pretty much 100-some families year-round? You know, this year we have been exceeding our capacity almost every single week. Wow. Absolutely, yeah. Normally we follow the regular vacation schedule. Certainly we're busiest when school's out, you know, in the summer, that kind of thing. But we really have not seen a drop at all in in our um, capacity. And I think that's a very important thing. You know, most people, when they're planning their vacations, due to the economy or time of year or whatever, they can put it off. Our families really can't. Right. You know, so regardless of what's going on, they have they have to come when they come. Right. Because they just don't know what's going to go on with their family. That's exactly right. Is this where they live? Yes. Each family, when they come, they get to stay for a full week and they stay in one of these buildings. Each building is a duplex. So each family gets their own two-bedroom, two-bathroom villa. Um, It includes all of the accommodations, all the amenities from home. You know, there's soft drinks in the fridge waiting for them. There's a washer and dryer. So, of course, we provide Tide and Bounce from Procter & Gamble. We're passing here on our left is Keaton's Corral. We have horses that come out twice a week. Oh, cool. And um, so the kids here can can ride the horses as they go around the track. But the families come and go as they wish. Uh, we do not provide um, housekeeping every single day of the week because we want them to feel like this is their home. Um, but certainly if they need additional towels, if they need anything, that's why our guest services is here is to give them those things while they're, they're here for the week. So we're going to go down this pathway, guys. You're right. All the signs. Oh, my God. Ah! And not only are we heading to Matthew's Boundless Playground, but we're actually going into what we call the fairy tale forest. Okay. This is the newest section of Give Kids the World. Um, and these are the newest villas that we just started opening in October, and the additional seven will be opening in January around the around the other side of the playground. These are these are great villas. Have yeah. big porches with rocking Dad, chairs and. Next ice cream. So you see the playground? Yeah. It's a giant kitty. It is a giant kitty. Cool. Can you actually play it? Every Sunday night we do something called the world's largest Candyland game. And yes, we actually do play that. We have volunteers who come out, and you pull the cards just like you play in the game, and then you, you either hop or you run or you skip or whatever to all the different colors on the board. Oh, that's cool. Wow, this is great. Look at all the vibrant colors on that. 
Now, this is called a Boundless Playground. Boundless Playground is an organization that builds playgrounds that are fully accessible. Okay. And so now, are those the new villas that you were yeah, talking about? Yeah, all of these are the new villas. These first seven that we are looking at here opened um, in October. It does look like a fairy tale village. Yes, we, yeah, it has a real castles and cottages theme to it. But the insides is exactly like all the other villas that we've walked by. The layout is the same with the two bedrooms and two bathrooms. But again, because everything is so focused on the kids, the kids' bedroom is bigger than the parents' bedroom. The kids' bathroom is bigger than the parents' bathroom. So we're now in the Boundless Playground, the Candyland, the world's largest Candyland board. You can see on the ground there are the, the colored squares of the Candyland board. Oh, and Maggie, Queen Frostine. Impressive. Oh, played a few games myself. <laughs> you know, Candyland is so often a child's very first game, yeah. and it just makes perfect sense that Candyland has come to life here at Gifted yeah. the World. So you said this opened this summer? Yes, in July. So have you noticed any effects of the downturn of the economy is in terms of giving or donations? Well, you know, just like anything else, when, when times are tough and people, you know, a little bit more careful with, you know, what they donate and how much. And we're a very unique organization that we're about 70% um, sponsored through corporate sponsorships. Oh, that's nice. Which is great, but it also, you know, goes with the economic sure. downturn, too. So if companies aren't doing as well, maybe they're not quite as involved as they used to be. We're doing well. Um, but we're very, one of the things we're most proud of is that we're a very efficient organization. Um, we actually only have a 7% administrative rate, which means that for every dollar somebody donates, 93 cents goes directly to the families and the programs. Mm -hmm. So that really is great for us. I think all of our donors and our partners, both individuals and corporations, know if they donate to us, the it's money will be well families. spent. Yeah. Absolutely. But just like we were saying on the walk over here, regardless of what's going on in the world, our families they're not immune to it they they have to come when they right, come so we right. can't say oh you they know have we have to come back right. when we have more money or we have whatever so we're always encouraging our partners to understand we need them year-round mm -hmm. you know we need them all the time just in the nature of, of what we do here too is it's a, a whole community happens when they're here and I was actually with a couple families the other day who said you know at home their child is the one that's often pointed at or yeah. looked at or different here, it's even unspoken. The parents know that the other parents are going through something similar. They don't yeah. have to say, here's what my child is going through, yeah. because they just all know. And then said the focus can be on having a great time. Exactly, yeah. It's a community where you can put all that... Aside yeah. and just be a regular family, be a regular kid, you know, play on the swing, play on the carousel, you know, enjoy ice cream as much as you want. So if we had a game board in our hand right now, we would see that these blocks follow the color line exactly. Wow. They yep. do? That's weird. Yep. That's how exact it is. It's the exact thing. You guys are taking the not fun way. Yeah, you're right. We're not going the fun way. <laughs> and we have a giant Mr. Mint here. So now in the villager is a huge tree called Old Elmer. He's got a big face on him. He's decorated with Christmas decorations, and he's snoring. And it's cool to see Old Elmer out here 
Elmer because we're going to go see Old Elmer from another perspective in just a second. So what's it say about Old Elmer, Maggie? Old Elmer. Old Elmer's, old Elmer's been here many years. Many years he grew up on this spot. He used to be quite active, but now he sleeps a lot. He dreams of searching for his roots through rain and snow and fog. They must be pleasant dreams because he's sleeping like a log. And you can hear him snoring. <laughs> so the Castle of Miracles is where the carousel is. It's, it has a big mushroom shape to it. It's got a really whimsical fantasy village feel. You can see a giant beanstalk growing out of it. Whoa! That's weird. Uh, so you walk inside and you see knights and a castle. Hello. Hello. How are you? B5. Oh. B5. So fun. We've been waiting for you. So this is the Castle of Miracles. Um, every single family who comes to give kids the world receives a gold star. Um, and what the child can do is write their name on the gold star, which they bring right here. And, um, hello. And the star fairy who this whole little inner oh she's she's on a tour with us yes so the star fairy comes and she'll pull the star out of the box and the box shakes and gets all excited as she dives down she travels along and she basically tells the children come back because we're going to hang your star in the, in the castle sky and so she does that every night and so then the next morning the kids can come and they can find their star oh yeah so you look up in the ceiling and what yes. you see are just Hundreds and hundreds. 60,000. 60,000 gold stars. And does each star have a name on it? Yes. The each star is from one of our children who's been here. Um, we have, when I was talking earlier about families who come back, you know, one of the first things I love to do is come back and find their star. And we do have, I know it's very hard to see them, isn't it? Well, we have um, a really unique camera box with a, one of those, you can shine the light up okay. and, and it shows down below where their star okay. is. And I see, it looks like some stars have dates so you can kind we of find We have little markers to help us kind of give that idea uh -huh. on where they're going to be. Okay. All right, let's go take a ride on the carousel. Okay, so now we're at the carousel. Evie, you going to ride a rooster? Yes. <laughs> what are you supposed to sit on? It's confusing. Either one. You can sit in the front or the back. Oh, and Maggie's going to ride the mer horse. You don't ride? I, I think I'm good. Oh, okay, okay. I'll climb on the chicken. I'm not going to ride on the front of the chicken. All right, I'm on the chicken. So this is the Enchanted Carousel Giant Toadstool. Off we go. It. How's your mer horse, Maggie? <laughs> I've never ridden a chicken before. Thank you for the carousel ride. Thank you very much. Go right on in. <laughs> there you go. There you go. 